Diddle-a-dum-dum, British Strongman Podcast. So today we're going to do a short, sharp episode underneath t- under 10 minutes. And we're going to talk about um, comp day, like p- p- people coming up to the first comp of the year and um, basically our go-tos and what, what we, like three three major things that we should think of to make sure that the, the comp day goes swimmingly. Three things to focus on in terms of mindset. Shame. Go number one. Someone who hasn't competed for six months. They've had a great off season. They're buzzing with the the training, but uh, they're, they're coming to the first comp. Let's uh, give you the first thing to aim for. So, I would say that if you if you're in this kind of scenario, I, I think that one of the best skills you can give yourself as an athlete is to detach yourself from your ego going into a competition because so many people put they, they can't look at the bigger picture and the, the lens is too small and they zoom in on that one competition and it's like do or die this is the only thing that matters and they can't see the bigger picture which is you know what's this going to do for your next comp and your next comp and if you're planning to go far in the sport and you want to go to national qualifiers and stuff, you know, what can you learn on this day? And sometimes detaching yourself from your ego, going there with an open mind and no pressure allows you to have a completely different competition experience uh, where you re- re- you relieve yourself from like anxiety and the pressures and stuff that you put, because you, you put that stuff all upon yourself. You know what I mean? Nobody else puts that pressure on you. Um, and it's such a good skill to have that I wish I had that skill when I first started strongman because I used to treat every single competition like I was in a fucking World Cup final or something. You know what I mean? I, because I was young and didn't know any better. And you often end up, like, for example, let's say you do a comp and you um, you trip up and drop the farmers. I've seen people go into a bloody state of depression over it and say they're quitting the sport and all. And it's just like, no, 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 go in expecting a bit of a learning experience. Understand that, you know, you're not going to be, um, you know, picture perfect every single comp. And just try and, yeah, just try and just relax a little bit and breathe would be the only thing I would say. Obviously, there are times when you want to put a bit of pressure on yourself if you, if you want to compete at high level. But there's also times when you don't, and you need to learn to distinguish between the two. Well, I'll add to that first point and um, say something maybe quite ruthless here, but for the listeners, nobody cares. Nobody else cares how you do in your individual event. Most people aren't going to remember how you did. You know that you fumbled the farmers, or you you didn't. You've been hitting four reps in training. You only managed to get three. Like. Being brutal, brutally honest, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, everybody is so kind of wound up in their own world and what they're doing. So no, no, nobody cares. So that kind of so so basically, what I'm saying to you is like, you, if you if you realize this and take this on board, then that kind of pressure that you're putting on yourself because you're actually thinking about, oh, what if I look like a twat in front of person X, Y, and Z? Or what if so-and-so sees me do this? Like, I've been doing this on Instagram, but uh, what if I don't live up to that on the day? 
I no, nobody nobody cares. What people the, the things that people people actually remember are, are um, the things that stand out. You think you think of the like one of the last comps that you that you've been to. You've been to that say Goliath one. You've been to that one that you competed at yourself, haven't you? The Berserker, right? And I bet you can't really remember apart from your own people that you're involved with, like what people did on the individual events. But I bet you can remember somebody either A, who stood out, who you thought he's got a fucking shit attitude, he's not going to go far, or B, which obviously you don't think about because you just fucking forget about anyway, because you don't focus on the negatives. But B, there's probably somebody in there who wasn't necessarily lifting the most weight, but who had a really good attitude, he was a good sport, he got stuck in, he or she, and... Personally, I find that those kind of people stand out. They might they, they might be tenth, they might be middle of the pile, they might not be, but but they're, they're the kind of people that stand out to me at comps. Like not, I, I don't. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, hundred percent. Like someone's coming over, and I, I, I tell you, I tell you, what you reminded me of when you said that the Goliath comp. This guy called. I always say his fucking name wrong. He messaged me to say that I said it wrong in the video, so. He's called Bryn or Burn or something. Bryn, B-R-Y-N. I know how to spell it. And um, he stood out because he was really strong, really good at all these events, but his attitude was like looking long-term and he's like, yeah, I've just hit, you know, I've just hit this first step. I'm really buzzing. I've done this. I feel like I could do better. I feel like I've got some kilos. I'm going to go. Shane, this is a per- perfect example. I know exactly who you mean. Bryn, Bryn is he tra- trained by John Mallon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, this is a perfect example. I met him at Fit, Fit Expo and I was chatting to him and I thought he was just like level-headed, really strong, savage, relatively new to the sport. And for me, I agree, stood out. He did the log and deadlift. I don't have a fucking clue what he did on the log and the deadlift. And I don't care. I know he did well or relatively well, but this is the point. I don't remember the extrinsic stuff, like how he did, whether he got a medal or not. But that was the thing that stood out for me was uh, was his his attitude. Right. So number two, number two, let's move on. Um to, to the next step of the three. So number two, I'm gonna say, um, Try and prepare yourself for, for for like what what's what's actually going to happen on the on the comp day. So if you if you know if you, if you know a bit of background on the comp or whatever, you know the gym that you're going to. Like, do you think you're going to get a warm up? Do you know what's their philosophy? Are you going to be straight in at one thirty farmers? Are you going to be straight in at yoke? Do they have the facility? Do they have the space to have a warm up or whatever? Because this is the kind of thing that you can be can be practicing within training and just to prepare yourself for the for, for the day, both as you you're tapering off. Um, that, that's a, a thing that I did, I did the other day actually, Shane. I did um, so I'm co- competing next Saturday at the under 105s, and like I just practiced I practiced not warming up on yoke. I went just put the weights on 300 for 20 meters, 300 for 20 meters, 340 for 20 meters, 340 for 20 meters. So just that, that was the set on yoke. Uh, on farmers, I did 112, 122, 132, 145. Like right? that was the, it was a bit kind of, uh, I was a bit apprehensive, you know, going straight in that, that kind of way. I did it last night as well with, um, at the end of my deadlift session, I went straight into, four sets of 10 metres at 132 farmers. 
and like did the, did the first set and it just felt like oh my god this is horrendous but it's just a, it's just an extra thing I've got in, like in my locker in terms of pre- preparedness. Do you know what I mean? If if we get a warm up on the day or whatever, I'll be I'll be that guy who's in there doing fucking loads loads of warm up and probably more warm up than than most people on the kit. But equally, I'm preparing for the times when you, you're in cold. Yeah, so. Because of this, I feel, I, I, in, in fact, like I, you know, like a lot of people have the bugbears of a strongman saying that, oh, yeah, well, it's uh, it's not what I expected. This happened, this happened, X, Y, and Z happened. Like, I, f- I think you can really prepare for the unexpected a lot. And I think it's a really important skill for strongman. Yeah. Also, not just that, but even if you don't want to practice your warm-ups like that, because I, I don't do that, but, but what I... Have always done is mentally, I am prepared and expecting nothing. Like I am not, I'm not expect. I I know that I, I overwarm up probably. I'm that dickhead that does his lunges, his inchworms, some isometric. I do all the bullshit. But on competition day, I have a different ritual, and that's what I believe you need to have um, to perform in strongman. Because we all have a ritual that we do before whatever session, and that's what makes us feel like I'm ready to perform now. You, I have found that you can never take that ritual to comp. So you have to make another comp ritual. Now, my comp ritual is that I don't take painkillers ever. I never take painkillers in training. But on competition day, I take painkillers because I, I, in my brain, it's almost like, a tablet warm-up because all my warm-ups do is make my joints feel nice and make me feel loose and whatnot. Uh, so on comp day, I'll actually take two ibuprofen and I'll do as much bullshitty work as I can, but I'm expecting zero warm-ups. And as long as in my head I stick to my little ritual, my brain gives me that 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 feedback that, no, no, you, you're sweet, mate, you feel good, even though I know I've achieved it for ibuprofen. But that's just like something I'll do. And then... On the day, if I do get a warm-up, like you said, I'll take advantage of it, and it's a plus. I'm not going in expecting it and then being like, oh, mate, you know, why can't I run the yoke up and down? I've only had two yoke pickups. I'm expecting nothing at all. Um, And I think that that's the best way to be, because if you go in expecting something and you get nothing, you end up getting in your own head and end up basically... And then, and then, then you're the guy at the end of the comp who's like, "Oh, I came fifth, but I would have come second if I got." Oh yeah, like don't, don't ever don't don't ever say stuff like that to me. I can't, I can't bear it when people say that. Um, that that's an, another a, another episode for another day. But you, you know, like when people say they underperformed, well, I don't. I believe there's no such thing as underperforming. But anyway, that's another topic for another day. Um, so number three on this little thing, I'm going to say. Um, Manage your expectation with the, the the compost. Like if uh, a lot of people have really high expectation with strong with uh, the strongman comps and stuff, like and what and their experience. Whereas I feel if you just uh, back off your kind of high expectations a little bit, you'll you'll be a lot more fulfilled with the comp day. Like that that's one of the, the one of the kind of drawbacks from strongman, which is actually a massive appeal to me. 
is the fact that it's non-systemized. It's like kind of a lot of it's like made up as they go along. A lot of organizers like make it up on the day, which I don't agree with. But it 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 is like the the kind of it's part of the excitement of the sport. Um and there are there are loads of um but I think you'll find most of the time, like eight, eight, nine times out of ten, there's like a negative thing that comes from the comp or the organizer should have done this or should have done that. Like most of the time, or a hell of a lot of the time, they're doing the they're doing the best. And I know it's frustrating for for people as athletes, like because they can see such a more simple solution how they could do it better. But what I would say is like anybody can run a comp. Why go go and put a comp on yourself? Like if you if you if you if you can do it. Um, what do you think, Shane? Because I know, I know you, you like to have a moan, don't you? Yeah, I have a moan, but I always say like at the um, like for example, the comp I just did in January. They, they fucked up the stones, but I, I, I said straight away at the end, he fucked up the stones, but it was his first his first comp. Yeah. Stuff happened, you know what I mean? It, it's just, you know, I didn't, it didn't affect my day or or affect anything. And, um, yeah, it didn't, it didn't change anything in terms of the um, placing at the end. Like, nothing, you know what I mean? It was just, it was a bit shit, but it is what it is. I wasn't, you know, the next day I wasn't thinking about it. You know what I mean? It was, it's, it's, it's nothing. Um, so again, you've just got to like take some stuff on the chin. And again, going into that competition, I didn't care if I came first or last. I was using it for something in the future. So it didn't bother me that that event went, you know, a bit, uh, a bit messed up because. You know, it's not a do or die. You know, I'm not getting anything for it. I'm going for a bit of fun and experience. And that's oftentimes what people completely forget in Strongman, that it's meant to be fun. And if you put all this pressure on yourself and on the organiser that everything's got to be perfect, and then you're like, oh, mate, your stone's dusty. Like, you've ruined my comp. I've been training for three months for this. You've ruined it because you've not cleaned your stone. It's like... Now it's you, you could also argue that I wasn't strong enough to pick up a dusty stone, like like it's yeah. you know it just is what it is kind of thing. And as long as everybody's in the same boat, yeah, you know what I mean. It's a competition, so um, and you, you're there to express your strengths and skills and showcase what you've been training for. If it happens to be on a slightly bit of a dodgy kit, it's bent, whatever it's miss, it's not the right weight on both sides. Whatever it is, that's just strong man. That's just like you know, that's the strength challenge that you've been presented with. So, you know, you got to be, um, yeah. Because this is the thing, strong man in powerlifting, is it? It's not going to. That's the appeal. That's part of the appeal, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we do it for. But sometimes I often find people moan. Um, yeah, about... like, like, yeah. To, to clarify, this last little bit is not about like. I think there was an issue at that comp that I agreed with about like because it affected the scorings because there was no split there was split something to split time and just had one at yeah because because the last stone was so dusty everybody did three stones and they did split time it so everybody got yeah two. so stuff where it, it it's like kind of inconsistent i can see that's like kind of the one out of ten uh kind of thing that where you can justify having a moan about it and Blah blah blah, in my opinion. But the kind, but to be clear, the kind of stuff that really grinds my gears is when people say, "Oh, you know, you know, like 
say for instance, like this company I'm doing next Saturday, and then someone says, "Oh yeah, the, oh yeah, yeah, shit farmers, they were banging into my legs, and uh, the it were thick handles or whatever, like yeah. they, they were shit, or or the, uh, it's a, it was on a wobbly yoke, it was a, the yoke was shit, it shouldn't have been used in the comp or whatever, like that kind of shit is absolutely ridiculous. Like if pe- people are wasting the time moaning about that." Um, diddle a dum dum British strongman podcast.